0: This is an ABC podcast. Hi friends, it's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi,
1: Ruby. Hello, Ruby.
0: Every week we search for amazing stories from across the universe and bring you five of the very best. Today, we're heading to Japan to meet a sea slug with a surprising superpower. We'll also visit Spain for a juicy story about some stinky fruit and celebrate some of the world's most beautiful creatures that need our help. We'll travel back in time to learn about the first paths that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people walked across country and we'll meet a four-year-old hero and his very handy toy. So, what do you reckon? Are you ready for today's news countdown?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. Story number five. Sea slugs come in lots of weird and wacky shapes and sizes, and they look pretty different to the
1: slugs that we have in our gardens, too. It looks a little bit like a snake to me. It looks like an underwater snail. It looks very slimy. (laughs) It kind of looks like an alien creature.
0: They do kind of look like visitors from outer space, don't they? And they have some tricks that are pretty out of this world, too. Scientists in Japan have found out that sea slugs sometimes remove their heads from their bodies and they can live that way for 10 whole days. Well, lizards, they can lose their tail. That's right. Starfish can survive after losing one of their five arms, too. And the amazing thing about lizards and starfish and sea slugs is that they can all grow their body parts back again. The scientists found out that when a sea slug separates its head from its body, it shrinks its head down until its teeny-tiny, the slug's head, feeds on air and sunlight until its body grows back again. If you could regrow a part of your body, which part would you choose?
1: Another head? Maybe my leg. Because I do more things in my legs than I do with my head usually.
0: Good thinking. I wish we had superpowers like sea slugs. And speaking of power, that is what our next story is all about.
1: Story number four.
0: Mmm, I love oranges. They're probably in my top five favourite fruits. After mango, of course.
1: My favourite fruit is dragon fruit. I do like oranges because they're healthy, they taste good and they've got vitamin C or D.
0: The oranges in a city called Sevilla, that's in the country Spain, taste a little bit different to the ones that you might get in a fruit shop here in Australia. They're quite bitter. Sometimes they can be a bit tangy. But Sevilla is famous for its oranges. The streets are lined with magnificent orange trees There are so many oranges in Sevilla that people don't know what to do with them all. In summer, the streets of Sevilla become sticky with juice as oranges fall to the ground and break open. But now the people of Sevilla have come up with an excellent idea for their rotting oranges.
1: Maybe they're breaking down the skin and turning it into, like, a juice or something?
0: They're actually using the oranges to make electricity. You see, when the oranges break down, something called fermentation happens. Fermented oranges create a gas called methane. And methane can be used to make electricity.
1: Because they've got sugar in them, so it'll put some volts into it. I know what happens to lemons, though. And potatoes. They can power electricity And in Sevilla, the
0: electricity made by the Oranges will be used to power a machine that supplies the city with its water.
1: It'll help the water supply, and it's just from a plant that you planted, so... It's pretty simple.
0: If everything goes to plan, the extra power could be used in people's homes as well. Orange are glad that fruit doesn't have to go to waste. Oh, okay, no more bad jokes. It's time for our next story.
1: Story number three. Hmm. Can you can you hear that? What is that? Looks yellow and black, so yellow with black stripes.
0: Uh huh. It's a bee. And just in time for World Bee Day, this week the whole world celebrated our beautiful, buzzy, busy buddies. Why do you think bees get their own special day? Because they make honey for us. Actually, they do something more important than that too. Bees help with pollination. When they land on plants and flowers, a powdery substance called pollen gets stuck to their legs. And as the bees buzz around, these tiny bits of pollen are sprinkled between the plants and flowers, helping create seeds to grow new plants.
1: It's really good for the
0: environment. Bees are great for the environment. And they're great for us people too.
1: Because all the food that we grow, like even bread, that comes from wheat and the bees help grow that. So basically you wouldn't have any food if you didn't have bees.
0: Yep, you've got it. Humans rely on bees for the delicious fruit and veggies and grains they help us grow but we haven't been taking great care of our hard working friends.
1: That's pretty sad cuz they're the ones who're making your dinner. You look at everything on your dinner plate. That's what the bees made.
0: That's why World Bee Day is so important. So we can think about ways to help keep bees and their homes happy and healthy.
1: Make people not attack them when they're not even trying to hurt us. Try and get a group of bees up and breed them so then there's more
0: We can also plant flowers and trees that we know bees like. We can leave water out for them in the garden, and we can keep dangerous chemicals away from the areas they like to visit. OK, now it's time to see what else is making a buzz.
1: Story number two.
0: Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples have lived here in Australia longer than anyone.
1: For a hundred years?
0: More like 60,000 years. And back then, the land looked very different. The Australian mainland, which is what we call it now, was connected to the country Papua New Guinea and the island state of Tasmania, because back then the sea wasn't as deep, so people could walk across land that's all underwater now. And now new research is helping us understand exactly how Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people travelled across that wonderful wide land all those years ago.
1: They would just walk. They knew all the plants. So they could just go out in the bush, find a plant, and then they would eat it.
0: Yep, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders understand and care for country, and their knowledge comes from thousands of years of connection to the land. Researchers have put together a map that shows the winding paths they believe first peoples of this land followed. They show that people travelled all over the land, over thousands and thousands of years, learning about how to take care of their country. That's
1: really amazing and
0: awesome. It is. And this map isn't finished. The map-makers are working with elders to find out more.
1: Because they would know heaps more than the younger guys because they would go back longer.
0: Elders have so much knowledge about country. It's been passed down from generation to generation across thousands of years. And now it's time for our final story of the week. Story number one. Our last story today is about a quick-thinking kid named Essa who saved his mum's life and he did it with the help of his toy car.
1: Maybe the mum was holding a match. She didn't notice that the match was going down really quick and he threw a car at it and knocked the match out of her hand and the match went out. Maybe she fell and he put a pillow on the car and then drove it over under her butt and she was falling on a big spike.
0: Very creative, but here's what actually happened. Essa is four years old. One day, Essa's mum fell on the ground and she didn't get back up. Essa had a toy police car, and on that little car's roof, there was a phone number for the police. So Essa called it. Do you know what number to call
1: in an emergency here in Australia? 000. Fire, ambulance, and police. You can choose which one you need for the situation.
0: Absolutely right. Police and ambulance workers came to Essa's house right away. And after checking through the window to make sure it was definitely the police who were knocking, Essa popped some keys through a hole in the front door and let them in. They helped Essa's mum straight away. And now she's all better. She was proud of him. The police were proud of Essa too. And they're planning to visit him again with a special award for his bravery. Good on you, Essa. That's it, my friends. That is the end of news time for another week.
1: Thank you, Ruby.
0: I'm off to find some more amazing stories from across the universe. See you next time.
1: Catch you later. See ya.